Have you ever gone by a business or a restaurant where it was empty and it wasn't busy and you thought to yourself, well, that must not be a very good place. I don't really want to go there. And on the flip side, you see a restaurant is packed, jam packed. It's buzzing. You look at a business and there are tons of people in there. What do you, what do you say to yourself? I need to go to that location. I need to go to that place. What's the buzz about? Why are people there? We are herding creatures for the most part. We like to go and we trust other people. Now, not necessarily their, their words, but if you walk by a business and it's packed in your mind, you think to yourself, well, these people wouldn't be going in there if it wasn't a good place to go. You automatically give credibility. And that's kind of the reason why if you look at social media and you see a post or you see somebody and there's tons of interaction, you think to yourself, well, this person must be trustworthy. This person must know what they're talking about. All these people are engaging. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not. But in order for that business or service or restaurant, in order for them to get to the point where they are absolutely jam-packed, they had to put in the time and they had to put in the work. It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't an overnight sensation. It took years of practice and preparation and planning to get there. I don't care who you are, no matter what business or service that you are operating, you are running, and that you are trying to offer to uh, your consumer, you had to put in the work, the effort, the knowledge, the expertise years in advance. For me to do what I'm doing right now, for you to hear my voice, I had to go through 20 years of sales and management to understand, to see things that sometimes other people don't, to make correlations. You know, it's interesting. I I make correlations between sales and dating all the time, and, and I don't hear a lot of people talking about that, and I think they go hand in hand. It's correlations like that, but if you're new to an industry or you don't quite have the experience, you don't necessarily know the things that make stories interesting or can captivate people, can draw in an audience. That business owner, that restaurant that's absolutely jam-packed, they didn't just hire a brand new chef. They probably have a Michelin-rated chef or a very highly rated chef. They have designers that know how to build great concepts. They have a good social marketing media team, and they're all experts. But what people see is the finish line. They don't see the actual race being run and they don't see the preparation before the race has started. And that is one of the challenges in the sales and business world. If you're listening right now and you want better results, you've got to put in the work. You have to build up the process and you got to put in the work. And what you have to do is trust the process. If you're a sports fan, several years ago, this the Philadelphia 76ers had this thing called the process where they were just bottoming out so they could get the number one overall pick or one of the top three picks in like four consecutive NBA drafts. Now, it didn't work. The process worked, but the people they drafted, and it just didn't work. They didn't win on a, on a big enough level, but they always called it the process. Trust the process. You have to trust the process. Trust is putting faith in something higher than yourself and following certain steps without question. I was talking to a business owner yesterday and they were asking me what they should do and I'm helping them. 
trying to coach them, teach them what they should do to gain more business. First thing I said was, you've got to get out there and shake hands. You got to be like a politician, shaking hands and kissing babies. You have to scream what you do and how it can help people from the rooftop. You have to get out there. You have to meet people. You have to go to where they are. If you don't go to where they are, you'll never have a chance to pull them into your world and to sell them. And so this person took my advice and they signed up for an event and it was a complete flop. They decided to partner with another business and the other person did not do the work. So there was an event that was planned and three people showed up (laughs) and there was no speaker. It was just a complete bomb. And so what was very interesting is I said, so what did you learn from that? And the, one of the managers of the store was like, well, probably won't ever do that again. And that is a limiting mindset. Now I didn't say at the time, but it's a limiting mindset. You're going to have flops. You're going to have bad sales presentations. You're going to have bad meetings. Do you stop having meetings because the first couple are horrible? I can't tell you how many times I would have a meeting lined up with a physician and somebody would run in the room and they're like, hey, so-and-so can't meet with you today. But you can meet with the office manager. I mean, I I booked my calendar. I built my day, sometimes my week. All the planning, preparation that went into that fizzled. That happens. It's called life. But what happens to a lot of people who fail is they don't try long enough. They don't put in enough effort. They put in dozens when you need hundreds. They put in hundreds when you need to do thousands. Just depends on what type of industry you're in. For instance, if you're in the cold calling world and you're using a telephone, and your customers are not in a certain geographical area, you're just trying to call anybody, you're going to need thousands, okay? But if you're local, you're going to need hundreds, not just dozens. You don't go and just make a dozen sales calls and say, well, this this product's not going to work in this territory, or this isn't going to work. I, I'm, I'm just going to quit, or I'm going to go find a new job. No, it's going to take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of prospects. And then you're going to have to make call after call like you you everything has a a level to success 80% of sales professionals give up before the fifth call 80% of sales are made after the fifth call between the fifth and the 12th call 80% of sales are made then but 80% of sales reps never make a fifth call that's an inefficiency it's the limiting mindset that, well, this just isn't going to work. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. And keep trying it again until it works. Don't have a limiting mindset. And don't worry about what other people are doing. I'm going through that right now. I'm completely shifting everything about my back end. If you haven't seen any posts on LinkedIn from me, I hate the fact that nothing is coming out, but I'm coming up with a new process and a new strategy, a way for me to spend less time doing it because it was taking a lot of time. 
it wasn't efficient. So I'm trying to figure out a way to be more efficient. I'm working on several things. I'm trying to create efficiencies because I can continue doing what I was doing, but it was taking so much of my time, so much of my day. I was being spread super thin. And so what I'm, what I realize is that once I start getting back out there and having an omni, um, an omni channel approach, the engagement's going to be low and that's okay. It's kind of like when I took off five months to do of the podcast, cause I got busy, the pod, the download numbers really dwindled. They were, they were non-existent for two months. And then when I kicked back up, it took a while to break through the levels. February was a record month for downloads. 30% higher than January, which was a record month for downloads. 17 or so percent, I looked at it this morning, 17% higher than December, which was a record. December was 23% higher than November, which was a record. The only string of of record-breaking downloads at a 15 to 30% clip that didn't happen was there's a little contraction in October. And that happens. There's going to be contraction. There's going to be a pullback. It's It's not just going to take it to the moon. It's not a rocket ship. Success is not a rocket ship, okay? There's going to be highs and there's going to be lows, but what you want to do is you want to look at a trend. Your, your curve should look like a mountain and mountains have peaks and valleys, but you want to see them go up and up and up. You want to see the trend going up. And as long as you see that, you know, it's working, but in order to get there, you have to put out content. You have to be consistent. You have to grow and you have to trust the process. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate everybody who has been listening. Like I said, February was a record month. And if you want to reach out to the show, you can Mike at surviving outside sales.com hoping, hoping, hoping the website will be done. Um, And the podcast is going to be hosted on that website as well. But you can still use Apple, Spotify, um, all the different uh, areas. But thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, If you have any feedback, please let me know. Um, Also have some changes to a couple programs that I offer. I'm going to be putting some of those programs more online as opposed to doing them live. Um, Again, just focusing on bandwidth you know, everybody struggles with it. And people that say they don't are, like I said, they're full of it. Everybody struggles with bandwidth. Everybody struggles with efficiencies or inefficiencies. So um, I'm working on a lot of inefficiencies right now, trying to get um, more efficient. Got to practice what I preach. So thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Reach out to me, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. Any questions, if you've got a a host podcast, if you, uh, you want to reach out or if you have a guest that you think should be on the show. Um, I'm pushing pause on guests because it takes a lot of time. So I'm pushing pause on guests for a few months and 
going to restock the cabinet with guests and be more selective on who I choose. Um, not that I, not that I wasn't in the past, but I'm going to be very selective on who I choose to give value to the audience. And I'm going to bring in different topics. So some of the topics I'm going to bring in is social media masters. Okay. Not just people in the sales world. Cause I think there's a lot of sales advice out there, but what I'm going to do is ancillary, uh, topics that partner with the sales world. So everybody needs to be good with their social media game. Even if you are working for another company, you need to have a social media presence. You need to have social media being one of your marketing outreach tools. So I want to bring some people on that have social media credibility, um, training, coaching, etc. I'm going to bring people on that can help you. You're going to have to coach, not just sell to people, but you sometimes have to coach your prospect along the way. Okay. It's a, you know, people buy with emotion and they justify it with reason. They don't buy with reason. They justify it. It's the three W's. It is why they bought it, what they tell people why they bought it, and then why they really bought it. I'll give you an example. Three whys of, of selling. The um, When I was selling radiation machines, the dermatologists that bought it, they bought it because they didn't want to lose customers. They didn't want to lose patients. They didn't want patients going out the door. Okay. That was the reason why they bought it. Okay. The reason they told people they bought it was because they wanted to treat skin cancer. And then why they really wanted to buy it was because it made them millions of dollars, made them a lot of money. So there's always three whys. The surface level, what they tell people, and then the real reason. So thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend and we'll be back at it Monday, Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.